Yeah, that's the weirdest thing, right? Because we're both like pretty big supporters of cops. I have a lot of friends that are cops. And it's like, we just think that there should be some type of, I, I want to call it malpractice, where when they fuck up, you, there's some process that goes on. And the victims get taken care of, and the cops get at least fired. <laughs> that's at least Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of the Cross the Middle podcast. We're, uh, this is going to be an entertaining episode. We're going to talk about, because, you know, pr- police brutality, uh, police killings, very, very hot topic right now. So we're going to talk about some of the ones that aren't getting as much media attention, but we think are extremely, extremely interesting. How are you doing tonight, Mark? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this. We're kind of given like a best cop killings of, you know, the last few uh, weeks or so or months. And I'm excited. And I, th- I think off the strength of our last podcast about the topic, I, I think we should give people a, a quick update. So we're at November, as of November 6th, we have 972 uh, people killed by cops this year. But more importantly, Vermont still killed nobody. So <laughs> we're, 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 they're in the home stretch. We only got two more months and we could throw them a party or something. What do we, what'd you say? So we're it's November 6th and 15 people have been killed already in November? <laughs> yeah, yeah, November's off to a hot start. We got 15, including a six-year-old, in... Yeah, in the first six days of November. So 15 six days is that those are uh, like crack era numbers. <laughs> it's cool, almost an accomplishment. So I guess we'll start off with the 16 year old, the six year old. That's going to get a lot of media attention. It was in Louisiana, my favorite state, as you could tell by the last pod. He was an autistic kid. The cops have been charged right away. The colonel came out. Colonel, what was his name? Edmondson, right? Colonel Mike Edmondson. Oh, that's a good name. <laughs> he came out and was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, the kid didn't need to die like that. And like I said, the cops have been charged right away. So Jesus Christ, who knows what this video is going to show. Yeah, and, and you pointed out the shit that goes down in Louisiana and if this is the worst he's ever seen, holy shit, man. Like, yeah, this guy, he's definitely seen some shit in that police department in Louisiana. Exactly. Like, Louisiana's basically, in terms of incarceration, murder rate, poverty, whatever, it's like a third world country that's in the United States. So, so, so why did we need to kill this six-year-old autistic kid? I guess he was making furtive movements. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I, is, is that the story? Are they giving any details? Because, I mean... From other stories that I've heard where a guy, like, slightly reaches for his pocket or moves his hand a little bit, maybe he's nervous and gets shot. I can imagine what an autistic kid, how he would be acting in that situation. No, actually, no, none, none of those details have come out. I mean, this just happened. That's why I didn't want to go too deep into this one. But uh, I, mean, yeah, I don't want to speculate about a dead autistic kid. Yeah, exactly. That's a little weird. So what I wanted to talk about, what I think is one of the best stories of the year Maybe it's tied with another one that we'll do later, but this one has a little bit of a nod. So we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico, right? Okay. Drug bust. We have undercover Holly Garcia. She's new to undercover work, so they don't want to send her alone. They send a dude with her, Jacob Grant, 
Okay, so he's a veteran. They got the guys. She pulls into a McDonald's. She gives a little code word, sick em or whatever, you know. The monkey has landed in the cage or whatever. <laughs> There's a turd in the food bowl. <laughs> so then Greg Bracco busts out, shoots nine times, Jacob Grant. This dude's fucked. Never going to be the same. So he's suing the department. Wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. So okay. Greg Bracco is a lieutenant yes so he popped up with his awesome name for killing people <laughs> so wait and then he shot the cop the undercover yeah. cop yes did he know he was in like what happened did he know okay well this is part of it so jacob grant's obviously suing now we're having this echo chamber of police talk and police cliches and police justification right it's they're like screaming at each other so Grant is saying that this guy didn't go to the meeting before the bust. He's saying he should have recognized me. We fucking work together in undercover work. <laughs> and Brackle's saying, I just saw a gun. He's saying that he did go to the meeting and the city has to be behind Brackle. They don't want to pay this guy. They don't want to admit that they did wrongdoing. So I just think that this story is, an, is amazing. The, you got the cops eating each other. You got the system eating itself. I love stories like this. So uh, our boy, um, the dude who got shot nine times, 50 Cent, Jacob Grant, he is saying uh, he didn't show up to the meeting. So he just came unprepared and just popped off at whoever he saw. And yes. the defense to that by Brackle is, no, I went to the meeting. So I knew what I was doing. I just shot you nine times anyway. <laughs> there really is nothing you can say, right? <laughs> So that's that's better than saying I wasn't prepared and I fucked up. It's better to say no, no. I, I was I was acting in the right capacity here. He may not be saying that he went to the meeting, but he may be saying that he knew the situation. But obviously he didn't. So I mean, he, he's kind of there's no way that he can justify this. He has to pick one, and it's either you're incompetent or you're lying. Yeah. Or, or you think this was like a Tillman situation? You think he was supposed to just kill this dude, and then they were going to just pin it on whoever they were arresting? Damn, what is this, like The Shield, that old school show back in the day, Michael Chiklis? Like, you think it's something like that? Yeah, I mean, this shit could go down all the time. How would we know? It's like, oh, all right, it's thing operation. A dude died. We caught the bad guy. You know, it's tragic, but it's good at the same time because we got the murderer. No one's going to fucking, are you doing the forensics? Are you going in there and seeing where the bullets came from? You're not getting access to that shit. I mean, but the turd in the punch bowl, as you said, is this guy <laughs> survived and now he's telling his story and he's suing. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole problem here. It's like, he survived now. He's like, all right, I got popped nine times. We didn't even get to the guy yet. Who were we going to arrest? You know what's so funny? So so Mark and I have somewhat of a legal background. They don't know what to do with these two guys that they were trying to sell $60 worth of meth to. They don't know what to do with them. They've released them pending. Uh, I, they released them pending consideration of further charges. Because what do you you got? You got the you got the one cop, Holly Garcia, that's probably so shook to tell the truth right now. You got the one dude who's shot that's suing the department. Who who, who could they bring to the stand to testify against these guys? So, so wait, wait. Let me get this straight. So I, I, when you said drug bust, I just assumed like oh, it was some big drug dealer. They finally caught him. Whatever. So it's just two dudes going to buy meth. Yeah, $60 worth of meth. So they come up, they're just thinking they're going to buy some meth. And then also the shootout between cops. (laughs) And they're just standing there like, what the fuck is going on right now? I just want some meth. And these cops are shooting each other. (laughs) That's I didn't think of it like that. That's and, and, and then what they just got arrested anyway. Like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. Like, you think they just look at each other in the back of the cop car? Like, what the fuck just went down? Are they gonna blame us for that? Like, what the fuck just happened? 
Can you imagine the prosecutor, I mean, not to deal with the whole shooting incident, but the prosecutor that they hand the file on these guys for the $60 worth of meth, and he's just thinking, yeah, guys, what do you want me to do with this one? What do you you want me to do with this one? I think I'm going to go down there and make a case that these guys are traumatized by the actions of the police and try to get some money out of them. Imagine, imagine if this... I can't even buy meth anymore without the fear of a gunfight breaking out. <laughs> so that's so that's my yeah, that's a candidate. All right, you know what we're gonna do at the end of the year? We're gonna consolidate. We're gonna have like an awards for the uh, worst cops of the year. Yes. Okay. So another one. The front runner right here. Philip Seidel, a good old Jersey boy, Neptune police officer. This one you really gotta set the stage for. So he chases. He he's going through a very bitter divorce with his wife. Okay. He chases. He he's sick and tired of it. Right. So this is a guy that's currently an active police officer. Well, he was at the time. Had his weapon. Whatever. That'll come into play later. He chases his wife down. He's on, he, he's, he's basically, as I recall, he's basically the white Greg Hardy. Right. He beat the shit out of his wife a lot. <laughs> he does. He does have many a domestic violence on his record. So he chases her down, cuts her off, gets out, fires into the side window. His one of his kids is in the car. Uh, he has a young daughter. There's police nearby. This happened in Asbury Park, attending to an unrelated matter. They hear gunshots. They come over. They see him. He had just fired. They somehow managed to. So wait, wait. He's standing in the street. So there's a his wife's car or ex-wife's car is crashed. Yes. He fired into the car. Yes. He now he's standing in the street with the gun in his hand still. Yes. With yes. next to this crashed car with gunshots in it. It sounds and, so ridiculous. And the police show up. <laughs> and and then the police show up, and this is the scene. No, I'm, I'm just saying. So this is the, what the cops see as they roll up. Dude, yes. he's not in uh, uniform, right? No, he's not in uniform. Okay, and so it's just they a dude were, with they a were... gun outside a crashed car that he just shot into with the gun still in his hand. Yes, I mean, okay. You're, you're skipping a little bit, but they did. They did recognize him. Okay, the so they, they knew who he was. They recognize. Yes. Okay. 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 That's there. Okay. That, so that's why they're not just shooting on sight. Because I, I, you would think that some of the other shit we see. Where guys have like a burrito in their hand and get shot, that a dude with an actual gun's gonna get shot. Exactly. So they somehow talk him into letting his kid out of the car. So they get the kid out of the car. Then this dude goes to the front of the car and busts off more rounds through the windshield. Through the windshield. With the cops watching. With the cops watching. Did the cops take any action? No. <laughs> they, they talk him into surrendering. <laughs> They talk him into surrendering. Meanwhile, now, this wife had been through two volleys of gunshots, hasn't been rendered any aid. I mean, I would assume that she's dead, but who, you don't know, right? Hasn't been rendered any aid. They, it takes him a while for them to talk him down. I forget the exact amount of time, but it wasn't immediate. I think it was almost close to a half hour, they said. Wow. They take him into custody, wife's dead, and it's like, Wait a second. What what just happened here? I want to say one thing before. Wh- there's a lot of things to talk about with this one, but one of the things that the Asbury Park had, a, uh, they allowed an ex-detective to write an editorial, and one of his points was at at this moment, Philip Seidel was holding himself hostage, <laughs> <laughs> so the cops couldn't make a move because he was threatening to kill himself. Now, Mark, let me ask you a question real quick. You go into your local bodega, rob the store, shoot a bunch of people, come outside, gun it to your head, cops show up immediately, and you say, no, you got to negotiate with me or I'll kill myself. 
How quickly are they riddling you with bullet holes, brother? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I wouldn't even have a chance to get those words out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You have the, it, it's a pretty close. Like that's the standard we've set, and I mean, if we're gonna accept that standard, you can't just let this guy slide. And if you guys doubt any part of the story, Philip Seidel, Google him. But so more about this dude. He had 21 counts. I mean, he had 21 um, reports of some like some kind of domestic violence incidences between him and his wife. In 2012, he had was declared unfit for duty and had his gun taken away. But then he got it back somehow and was put on active duty. And the, but there's no report about how he got reinstated or that he proved that he was fit again. Nothing. <laughs> and technically, and now. Monmouth County, the prosecutor's office there, is conveniently saying that they can't give any comments about anything. But technically, since he was still being investigated for domestic violence, this dude should have never had a gun and been on active duty to begin with at this point. This is a clusterfuck. So he shouldn't have had the gun. And all right, I, I want to get back to the scene of the actual... Okay, okay. This, this poor woman, by the way, died. His kids don't oh, have Oh, of course, anymore. of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So he sh- causes the crash, right? Shoots her through the passenger side. Cops show up. Now he's in front of the car with the gun. Cops, he's holding himself hostage so they can't do shit. <laughs> then he, <laughs> so then he shoots through the wi- the windshield. Well, no, they, they, they talk him into letting his daughter out of the car. Okay, so she got out of the car and then he killed her. Uh, No, no, no. He shot first with his daughter in the car. Yeah, yeah I'm saying this, the shot's through the windshield I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, so the cops basically facilitated that execution. It, assuming mean, she was still alive in the yeah, car at exactly, that point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They, they watched oh, it. Oh, man, I would love there to is, know which bullet no, killed her. There is no disputing that they watched that second volley of bullets. There's no disputing. Oh, can you imagine if those were the bullets that killed her? Like, if the if they could go in and figure out, all right, the bullet that entered through the front is the one that got her. Because, you know, maybe she was just not dead yet, and he was like, fuck that. You think that you could prove that in autopsy? I don't know. I think you could. I think I remember reading cases where, like, they figured out which, like, the, the parents were hitting the kid, and they could figure out which hits uh, actually wound up killing the kid. And it was, like, the hits from, like, two days before because I mean, of where, where he was hit. Maybe. You know, you reminded me of that Cleveland cop that got acquitted after they shot. They shot those two unarmed people that they were chasing like a hundred and something times. And he jumped on the hood and he fired something like 30 rounds. And the judge, the judge on bench, a bench trial, which we'll explain real quick, is where it's just you and the judge. The judge um, is going to determine guilt or innocence. No jury. The judge acquitted him because. The judge couldn't say for certain that his 30 bullets, as he's standing on the hood of the car, firing into the windshield, <laughs> were the ones that did, killed him. They couldn't make that determination. But you you get your get-out-of-jail-free card on the yeah. biggest motherfuck of a technicality ever. <laughs> yeah, so, so, the, so the message for any cops that might be listening to this and not planning how to arrest us, that you um just shoot a lot of bullets. <laughs> you, gotta go, you gotta just waste them all. You gotta, you gotta go straight Sean Bell. You're not getting... You gotta I'm gonna do Diallo it. Seriously. Seriously. That's, that's how you get off. You, you let off one or two shots, it's, it's getting drawn back to you. But, you know, 50 shots... You don't, you don't know if somebody else just walking by just happened to pull out their gun and start shooting too. You know, it, it could have been anybody that killed the person. Um, all right, so let's <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's talk about the one in Atlanta. This one is a great one too. Three cops. So there's a report of a suspicious person in a neighborhood in DeKalb County, Georgia. 
Okay. They don't. The caller doesn't give an address. So three cops show up to a home, right? That they say, quote unquote, fits the description. They knock, no answer. They go around the back, knock, 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 no answer. They bust down the door, shoot the homeowner, shoot the dog, and one of the cops gets friendly fire in his hip. Wrong house. Dog's dead. <laughs> homeowner shot. Cop shot. Wrong house. No, the homeowner didn't have a gun. <laughs> Wait, but how did this happen? The homeowner said that he was, as soon as they busted down Wait, the door. Well, oh, no, the homeowner died. No, 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 the homeowner lived, the dog died. Oh, okay, so we got a dead dog, a uh, shot homeowner, shot officer. Yes. <laughs> he, the homeowner said once he heard them break down his door, that's when he got up, went to see what the fuck was going on, and then they just started shooting. I guess because the dog was the first one to come. So cops shoot dogs real quick. Cops shoot. Wait, wait, who do cops shoot quicker? Dogs or black people? <laughs> <laughs> That's a toss up, right? That's hard. I think it depends where you are and what kind of dog we're talking about. <laughs> do <you> think- <laughs> I think there's some dogs that get preferential treatment, yes. So a, a cop shoots a black lab quicker than a golden retriever? <laughs> the golden retrievers, I would think, have like, they're basically like white people dogs. Like you gotta, like a pit bull's getting taken down right away. The homeowner, I believe, was white. Um, but anyway, so. So wait, how did the cop get shot? So so are we, so like one cop started shooting at the homeowner, the other cop's like, who the fuck is that? And shot him real quick? Like what? <laughs> Do, do we have, like, the Albuquerque situation going on? I think that you had three Keystone-ass cops just trying to be hard, and once the bullets start flying, you think that they're actually aiming? You think that someone that's that scared can actually aim? Like, shooting a gun, I've never shot a gun, but I, I, I've known a lot of people that have shot, and I have a good friend that is a CO, correctional officer. He shot. Pulling a trigger is not hard at all. Pulling a trigger is super easy. So if you already have your gun on the trigger and you tense up, like bullets are going to start flying, dude. And then there's recoil. (laughs) That's why you got these three dudes in a cramped environment. Like it's not surprising. Or you could have ricocheted bullets. I mean, I don't know. What what kind of settlement do you think you get for a dead dog? What kind of settlement do you think you get for a home invasion? <laughs> no, they, they they justify that shit all the time. They can just hit him with a fake. What, what was it? A uh, cocaine test, right? <laughs> Isn't that the thing? That's the next story. But hold on, I I want to ask you a legal question real quick. So it seems that the quote unquote police investigation, once the police are quote unquote conducting an investigation, the Constitution goes right out the window, right? Because that's what they'll say to justify running up into this dude's house. Well, it depends because you can't do a warrantless search. So if they, but if they have enough corroborating evidence to justify it, then they can get the warrant or maybe. What's the the evidence? He didn't answer his door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the the fourth amendment, it it protects you against warrantless searches, not warrantless shootings. You can shoot. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying though. The forefathers of this country wanted us to all have guns and shoot through each other's doors. You don't need a warrant to shoot through. Did they actually enter the house? Yo, yeah, they kicked down the door, dude. (laughs) I thought he he answered the door and just got No, they they kicked down the door because he wouldn't answer. I guess he was sleeping or whatever. They kicked it down. And then when when his dog came out and then when he ran down, that's when – Bullets yeah, started flying. Yeah, they fucked up. They fucked up. They need a warrant for that. <laughs> oh, no shit. They no, no, not even just the shooting. Like, they, they, you need a warrant for that. Like, there's no exigent circumstance to get you into the door that quickly. 
That's what you need. You need an exigent circumstance. Like you could see through the fucking window that this guy's about to like murder somebody. Then you could kick down the door and run in. <laughs> okay, so then the one you were talking about, cocaine says. So this guy, Benjamin Farias, Farias, whatever, he's in the Bronx. Right. He, he catches the NYPD on his cell phone admitting they don't know why they pulled him over. Right? The one cop says, he keeps asking why we pulled him over. I don't even know. The other cop says, just put cocaine test. And then the first guy laughs and goes, yeah, that's how you fill out that summons anyway. He's <laughs> suing He's suing them. The NYPD obviously has no comment about it. They arrested him. Yeah, so I, I just watched this video before we started this. Um, first of all, brilliant move by this guy to just throw the phone on record and leave it in the, you know, because, like, he got this whole thing on video now. Because if he didn't, he got arrested for a cocaine test. You know, that's just what, or whatever. <laughs> Maybe they planted it on him. Oh, no, they said, they said, they, they, they always do that Monday morning quarterback shit. They said that they pulled him over because he had an obstructed uh, windshield. He had a, one of those uh, air, uh, Christmas tree air fresheners. Oh, and they yeah. Said that's why they pulled him over after the fact. Those are dangerous. So, so because he, so, so this is the real story. So he had an air freshener, which obstructed his view and made him. No, but they, that's not why they pulled him over. No, 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 no. This is their story. And oh, okay. they had him pulled over. They saw a, a plastic bag. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. passenger seat, and they thought it was a weapon in there, obviously. <laughs> That's what they said to him, and he's like, wait, you can see it. It's a clear bag, my dude. There's no gun in there. <laughs> why, why would I have a gun in a plastic bag? Uh, it was, was his actual quote. That's, like, one of my favorite quotes. What, why would you assume there's a gun in a plastic bag? You know what's nuts, too? They broke his wrist, right? So that's another, what? 50 grand that it's going to cost in the settlement that he's obviously going to get. Yeah, I don't I never understand why the residents of the states aren't mad. Like the, the NYPD, those two idiot cops just cost the the city how much money? For no reason. Just for no reason. But I mean like we we said before, um they factor in uh police lawsuits into the budget and it's like a 100 something million dollars. So that's already baked in to this shitty pie. Yeah, but I guess the more shitty they are, the more they're gonna have to keep increasing that budget. That's true. So you want to go? You want to stay in the NYPD realm, or you want to go to the settlement realm? Um, I don't know. What, what are you thinking of the NYPD? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about Schoolcraft real quick. This oh, is a very fuck, yeah. Adrian. Just Google Adrian Schoolcraft. It's a very long story. But we were hoping that he was gonna hold out and like subpoena Ray Kelly and subpoena all the top brass in the NYPD, but he caved. He got a $600,000 settlement from them. But it's funny that in the report about him, NYPD Legal says, NYPD Legal is like an actual branch of NYPD. They say they admit no wrongdoing. They say that the settlement does not indicate any wrongdoing, but here's more than half a million dollars to go away. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, schoolcraft, like I, I, I want to say fuck Schoolcraft for caving and taking the settlement because he seemed really gung-ho that he had enough evidence to take them to court. And through discovery, we were going to see all this shit about the NYPD. So just without going too far into the details, Schoolcraft was a cop and he was recording conversations with his superiors and he had all these hidden cameras in his own home when they <laughs> came. Because once they got suspicious of him complaining, they broke into his house and tried to call him crazy. They did and had him committed. 
Yeah, they had him committed, and he got it all on video. And he searched his house for the cameras, but he had more, more than one camera. So they found the one camera, destroyed it, never mentioned it in the report. <laughs> he was smart motherfucker, though. Yeah, that, that was my favorite part, that they found the camera and didn't mention they found the camera. Like, oh, fuck that. There's no camera here. And then uh, he had another camera that caught them <laughs> taking that camera. <laughs> so he has them dead to rights. He has the case right here, and he, and he keeps saying he's never going to – Settle. He wants to take it to trial. He had quotes and saying, "I will never give this up." Yeah, he just wants to go to discovery so people could see. And then, because once you get into discovery, you have access to their emails, you have access to everything, and that would have been interesting. The type of shit that would have been discovered. He swore that Ray Kelly himself ordered them to drag him out of his home, and he said he could prove it. Yeah, and he fucking settled, and now we won't get to see that proof. You know, the, the last thing I'll say about him is. It was funny, some of the other quotes, when he's like, he was in Jamaica Hospital under a psych hold, and he's telling the nurse, they, they, I am not crazy. They had me committed against my will as, like, a way to get back at me. And he's like, the nurses just completely ignored him. It's so funny that sometimes when someone's saying they're not crazy, they're not crazy, and people are actually out to get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, who's going to believe somebody who's like, the, the, this is a conspiracy against me, the police are doing it. Like, I have the proof, but you guys won't want to listen to the proof because you just assume I'm crazy. Isn't that amazing that his story got almost no national media attention, especially now? Because it, I think it because it hinges on technicalities. I think if he would have been able to go to trial and the discovery would have came out, then it, that would have been easy stuff to report on. But just the idea that something might go to discovery, like most people don't know what that means. Most people don't know what the significance of actually getting into trial would be. Like the same thing with Eric Gardner. Like we, we were really hoping the family didn't take that settlement. Remember they rejected it um, no, initially? Was it Gardner or was it... The um, one got choked out on video. No, they took the settlement, but there was another person no, that won't take the settlement. You know, when Gardner initially got offered the settlement, the family, they rejected $5 million. Oh, and, then, okay. and then I think they upped it to 6 and then they took 6 But that day in between, I remember we had a conversation about being excited because we were going to see the whole cover-up and everything that led to – everything behind the scenes for that when it came out. No, yeah, the thing I was thinking of that was that dude in Utah that they're trying to pay his family off that had like the fake sword and he was a cosplayer and they shot him in the back. And that autopsy, <laughs> I don't know the story. yeah, I, I, I didn't look that one up, but just real quick, they so we the got autopsy, a cosplayer killed, yeah, the, literally the, the, the least dangerous people on earth. <laughs> the autopsy proves that they shot him exclusively in the back. And they're trying to pay that family off, and the family refuses. But anyway. Actually, actually, important details here. What character was he dressed up as? I mean, I, I think if you're, you know, if he was dressed up, if he had like a six cell costume from Dragon Ball Z, I think you got to take that guy down. But Cell didn't have a sword, so then he deserves to die because he's a bad cosplayer. Okay, okay. So he would be somebody who's a bad. Right, if he was a badass with a sword, what if he was a Ninja Turtle? He's Leonardo. Maybe, but he was he was black though. You can't have a black Ninja Turtle. But in the settlement realm, oh, black dude with a sword. All right, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, this 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 one is this one's pretty good too. Laquan McDonald. Okay. He apparently was what, what, what race is uh, Laquan? I'm uh, Laquan McDonald. I, I I think he's Chinese. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, he was a a Chinese Asian American. male. Asian yes, male. Okay. Asian male. The cops. The, this happened in Chirac. Cops. They said they saw him breaking into cars. They cha- they surveyed him for more than a mile. To make a long story short, 
shot him 16 times, some in the chest, some in the back, some in the legs. Whatever innocent guilt, blah, blah, blah. The thing that's most damning and most interesting is they settled for $5 million before the family even filed a lawsuit. <laughs> and part of the settlement is that the dash cam footage will never be released to the public. This is probably like what the autistic kid's going to get, right? The autistic kid's family that just got killed because it's like, it's all right, it's so bad. We can't even justify this shit. Oh, shit. I didn't even it, think it, of that. Take some money and let's just. Some money, $5 million. Yo, $5 million. Just take this hush money. The, the Yukon guy, got, they did the same thing, right? They fired the cop and took responsibility before it even. By the way, that's all we asked for, right? We just want them to fucking hold the cop that fucked up responsible. Exactly. That's it. That's it. I that's don't know. That's the I... only thing that's, that's asked for here. Like, we're going to make fun of the cops that <laughs> do the shit, but w- w- we really, all reasonable people want, like us and Quentin Tarantino, are to just hold people <laughs> responsible for when they do fuck up. Like, it should just be called malpractice. I, I, I don't know why it's not called malpractice. Yeah, you were saying that malpractice exists in every other profession except yeah. Uh, cops. Yeah, if, if we called it malpractice, I feel like people would back off a little bit. Oh, but I didn't just, talk about my new favorite one. But hold on, hold on. I just think that it is so interesting that as part of the settlement, they're like, the dash cam footage is no-go, no-go. Can <laughs> you imagine how horrific it must look then? For, for first of all, shots, dude. Chicago is a major city, but I don't think of them as a city with just that kind of cash on hand to willingly give someone. If they're coming to you and their first offer is five mil before you've even filed your lawsuit, that's in, that speaks, that screams to me, dude. Screams to me. Yeah, no, that 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 was a quick go away, please. <laughs> please, go away, please. That family should have asked for 20 there, but they would have got whatever off the bat. That video must have been horrific. Rahm Emanuel himself would have like, came down and gave him like, one of those publishers clearinghouse checks. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> Oprah exactly. Wait, so what was your new favorite? Oh, the dude. I don't know. I don't know where it was. The So we had the guy, I guess he got pulled over for a expired um, inspection sticker. Oh, and I, yeah. And he ran and got tased. So what, what, what state was that in? This was in uh, PA. Oh, it was in Pennsylvania. Cause I remember there was snow on the ground. And when the video cuts on, uh, you see the officer, she's tasing him, like tasing the shit out of him. Tasing the shit out of him, yeah. <laughs> like, like he's being tased more than anybody. I've ever and, seen but before. and giving him verbal commands as she's like electrocuting him. That's an interesting part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this guy's clearly on the ground, like doing a Harlem shake. He's, <laughs> he, he, he's trying to give up. She, she keeps screaming at him, show me your hands. And he's like, his palms are both like facing her. And he's, like, still shaking because he's being fucking electrocuted. She Then she starts saying, on the ground, get on the ground. He, he's, like, clearly confused. Like, what the fuck do you mean? She's yelling at him more. He puts his hands on the ground. She keeps screaming something at him. And shocking <laughs> him at the same time. It's still shocking him. And then at some point during that, like, due to her angle, she can't see his hands anymore, which are clearly ahead of him, still on the ground. And she just pops at him twice. Those were the most preemptive shots I think I've ever seen. Because it's like if the standard is reasonable suspicion of fear, all she's doing at that point is just, I'm going to shoot you just in case, right? That's like preemptive. Like there's also this fear, but then before fear, there's what, like suspicion of a 
possible fear. What What do you think her justification is? Like she, she was terrified. She, 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 she was loves, scared. She loves the movie Elf and like the way he was like throw snowballs and those kids would go flying. Like she thought he was gonna like grab a handful of snow and like throw it at her. And you never like, fly, fly back like that old Michael Vick commercial. <laughs> She would have been defenseless at that point. <laughs> it's his snowball game would have just took her over. No, but even oh god, like my real issue, my my real issue, my main takeaway from that video was what the fuck are you supposed to do if you're that guy? Like, what could he have done to not get shot? He was laying there, complying with her, surrendering himself. Like he did everything but take out a little white flag and fucking wave it. Like, what could he have done to show that I'm not trying to fight you? I want to go in the back of your car, or whatever. Well, Mark, he shouldn't have ran in the first place. Well, he already Com- did. Comply or die, Mark. <laughs> okay, so comply so, or die. So we have these debates about whether you should execute people that are in prison, but if you run from the cops, that's just automatic execution. <laughs> that's a good wow, I've never heard that before. That's strong. That's strong right there. <laughs> right? It's like it's like, oh yeah, well you're an act, you're running, so you, you deserve to die. But her they, name they, is her name is Lisa Merkel, by the way. props to her getting on the map, uh, equality in the cop killing game. Um before the verdict came out. Her testimony was super interesting because all it was saying was she wasn't like disputing. She was just saying, this is a smear campaign. This is political. The prosecutor's scared as shit. I'm being, this is a witch, this is a witch hunt. You guys are trying to fuck me. Like that was her testimony. Just. And it worked. And it did work. That's that's pretty much what you see on um, Facebook, right? That's like the people that hate Quentin Tarantino. It's just like, you guys are in a witch hunt. Like nothing else matters except accusing people of hating cops just to hate cops. Yeah. Like there's no actual justification. There's like no rationale based on like point for point. It's just, you're a cop hater. And it's like, no, I'm not a cop hater. I see a societal need for police but I don't see a need to shoot someone when they're on the ground. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing, right? Because we're both like pretty big supporters of cops. I have a lot of friends that are cops, and it's like we just think that there should be some type of I, I want to call it malpractice, where when they fuck up, you, there's some process that goes on, and the victims get taken care of, and the cops get at least fired. <laughs> at least fired. Right. <laughs> They don't all need to go to jail, but if you fuck, like if a doctor fucks up, he's gonna lose his license. Like if you operate and take out the wrong kidney or something, like you, there's a board you have to go in front of. There's a whole process. You, you're not just gonna say, oh, these people are out the fucking. They hate doctors. I mean, think about what you just said, though. We're talking about can you at least get fired for murdering someone <laughs> extrajudiciously? Like for that's amazing. The wrong door. That's amazing. And your other officer. Yeah, I think I think you should lose your job. Like I, you could get fired for fucking stapling a paper incorrectly or printing something double sided when you shouldn't have. Like I like, like the it, cops. I like the oh, cops justification too, where they're like. You don't know how it is. You don't know the job. It's like, wait a second. If a surgeon amputates the wrong leg and then you go, hey, Bob, you cut off the wrong leg. We got to fire you. Or like the the wife of the guy that your leg cut off. You can't tell her, you don't know the surgery game, bitch. It's hard <laughs> out here for a pimp. And those people went to school for like fucking 10 years and paid so much money just to learn that stuff. And it gets taken from them. And these cops that... You know, just probably didn't go six do it. Six, six months they get trained to be get the power to murder people. They get I think six it's gonna months. be. I think it's gonna be eight months soon with two months of uh, cell phone etiquette. 
<laughs> You're seeing that more and more now. If they record, if they see someone recording, they just walk up to the person and intimidate the shit out of them. And it's yeah, like, yeah. wait a second, this now, what you're doing, like the cover up's always worse than the crime. This now, this intimidation now, this is going to go on YouTube, you idiot. Yeah, like the one um, that we just spoke about where they said just hit him with a cocaine test or whatever. Or not. <laughs> yeah. With a plastic bag. Uh, the cop, while searching the car, which, by the way, I, I think is another uh, warrantless search. That's definitely no exigent circumstance there if they had the guy in custody already. So that's a Fourth Amendment violation. He, The cop finds the phone during his search of the car, picks it looks up, at looks at it. Like, he doesn't realize this shit's recording. Like, like dude, that iPhone illiterate? Like, dude, <laughs> like, you're being recorded. How are you then going to say shit in front of him? Like, yeah, they, they need to teach these cops how to properly cover shit up. Well... <laughs> It's <laughs> my advice. My advice: learn, learn how to use iPhones and technology. Um. So the last one we'll talk about. Well, we have another one. Yeah, because of the cover-ups. Fox Lake Police Lieutenant Joseph Glinowitz. Okay, that's another good cop name. <laughs> the, he staged uh, his suicide to look like a murder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake suicide. This dude was so dirty that, like, it's hard for me to even go into all the details. But so he said that he was in pursuit of three males, two white, one black. Oh, so he went with the Bud Light commercial diversity? (laughs) (laughs) Two white friends and the one black friend and, like... They make a joke, but it's not at the black dude's expense because they don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> okay. Yes, he went with the he went with, <laughs> with the very PC suicide staging. <laughs> so he like left a trail of breadcrumbs that really made it look like he was attacked. But it's been covered now that he staged he staged it. He really committed suicide. He was stealing money from like this kids organization that was police sponsored he put a hit out on this one administrator in fox lake well he was lazy, attempting to lazy copying by the way <laughs> he was attempting we learned one thing cops could kill people and get away with it i don't know what the fuck he's putting a hit out for exactly he he was attempting to but they also found baggies of cocaine at his desk and they think that he was trying to plant them on her to make her look no bad. Cops don't do that. That's, that's made up. If you, if you no, ever put that up to a cop, they look at you like you're just talking crazy. You watch too many movies. Exactly. Exactly. It only happened in Serpico. That was the one time, and they've cleaned it up since then. <laughs> but in this case, the cops are accusing him of maybe trying to plant drugs on somebody. Yes. Yeah, okay. That it, it's like a, it's like math, right? Negative plus negative, negative times negative equals a positive. A cop <laughs> can criticize another cop. But a citizen cannot criticize a cop. So he, they find baggies of cocaine. This, this guy apparently had, he was a veteran. His son was a veteran. He had his son marry this cop's mistress to get more benefits from the military. It's come out now. <laughs> this guy was a thousand different types of dirty. A thousand different types of dirty. But you know what, though? The articles about him still lead off with that he bought porn. <laughs> you have a major beef I with that. I hate that. Oh my, so here's my problem. This guy was skimming funds from whatever program he oversaw, right? Asshole move, taking money from these people. In the article, it says he was taking money from the fund to buy porn and other things. Now, how much, unless you tell me he's buying so much porn that he needed that money to buy it, he he's just a guy who bought porn who also stole money. <laughs> like, 
he didn't specifically steal money to buy porn. I don't know why they're trying to make us hate this guy because he watches porn. That is a very interesting quibble with a very toxic story. Because <laughs> well, I, I was like, oh, wow, this guy, how, much, how much porn was this guy buying that he needed to steal money to get it? And then there's no details about it. You're, you're, against, you're against the porn shaming. Yeah, I don't understand the porn shaming, and I oh, and just I hate anytime that somebody steals money, they just pick one thing they bought over the last like four months and say, "Oh, he he used that money to buy that." Like, no, he could have bought that shit even if he wasn't stealing money. Well, I mean, then to, I guess if we're gonna try to be like super fair, it's not really cool that they mention, or not really fair that they mention that the kid in Louisiana was autistic because those two dumbass cops that killed him didn't know he was autistic when they killed him. That's just an extra detail that came out after the fact that makes him look even worse. Um, I mean, unless the fact that he was autistic led to their, I guess, suspicion that this six-year-old was going to, like, pop off at them. I Like, as much, I never wanted to see a video where a six-year-old gets killed, but um, I kind of want to see this video. It has to come out, right? It doesn't have to. I mean, if it's that horrific, it, they're just going to say, no, nah, we're not putting that one out. The fucking riots and shit. I wonder what Bobby like. Is, Bobby Jindal is the governor of Louisiana only when it's super convenient for him. <laughs> only when he's uh, campaigning. He said nothing about this. I, I, like, Bobby Jindal does not know what autism is. He doesn't. He's too busy dollazaling um, it, trying to pass for white. <laughs> They're never gonna let you in the club, Bobby. They're no, never no. gonna let you no. in the club. You can, you can get out, but you can't get in. How did he, How did he even become governor? That's amazing, <laughs> right? Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, I actually listened to the story one time. He was talking about how his father was you know, an immigrant and raised him. He, and he, his point was basically uh, act less Indian if you want to fit in and get be successful. I think we should end it on those words of wisdom. <laughs> As Bobby Dindal, not me. Exactly. Let's make that very clear. Going, going, gone. one a long time ago. Don't you see how late they reacting? They only come and they come when they wanna So get the more truck and then bomb the corner They don't care cause they stay paid anyway They treat you like an ace, they can't beat the trade I know you stumble with no use